going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the VAR Bar podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most rapping Drew, a.k.a. Andrew. And I'm joined with the usuals, of course. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, what's good, good bro? Yeah, All right. Still at the bar. Still at the bar. We out here, bro. Out here, man. Of course, I got my dark press in the building. What's good? I got Shalom Quest in the building. Big Tars in the building. Wise is in the building. All right. Bonnie Mitch is in the building. Yeah. in the building. Come on. Shambaz is in the building. And we've got a special guest, of course. Last, but certainly not least... A fellow Manchester United fan, Julian, man. Introduce yourself, man. Yo, hey everyone. My name is Julian Mensa. Uh, Short time United fan, became a real football fan when Arsenal sold Van Persie to United. <laughs> um, ever since taking my time to follow the game. And of course, I have varied opinions. And I'm sure I may clash with some of my colleagues uh, in, in, in the club, but um, I'm here to share the excitement or at least the pain of which we're going through. So Are yeah, you honest, man? Right, Andy, honest. no, 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 no intro now. You forgot no the bandit. No intro. Oh, bandit, man. I know you drop points in it, man. But you got to come on. You've been my. I can't lie to you. You've been my up lately. You've been my up lately. But thank you very much, Julian. Just a disclaimer. Obviously, he's a new football fan, so anything that he does say does not represent our views, or we have not taught him whatsoever. Um, not from the school of the barber. Not from the school of the barber. All I'm saying is, I've got more knowledge than certain men that've been fine for a while. Shots fired. Shots. Let me sip my water. Internal domestics or what? Anyway, right, you know the vibes, man. So let's get straight into it, man. So obviously the Premier League back again after the international break. Fuck the Lord. Uh, we started immediately with the Merseyside derby. Actually, to be honest, this weekend was full of derbies, isn't it? Across Europe. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. Milan, Celtic, Celtic Rangers. Yeah. Um, shout out Rangers. Hey, yeah, shout, shout out Rangers. Shout out Gerard. Uh, but yeah, in, in the Premier League, it was Everton v Liverpool. Um who watched this, man? Can anyone? <laughs> I, w- I watched it. <laughs> so, so, a, a, so, a non-United so, fan. Someone, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Jake, Jake, did you watch the game? I, I watched bits and pieces of it. Not going to yeah. lie, I didn't watch the whole thing. But, I mean, obviously, it started off Liverpool, absolutely. Because before the game, us boys, we do all our predictions for the week. And normally, Everton-Liverpool, you'd say, is pretty much a Liverpool agenda, isn't it? I mean, mm. when was the last time Everton beat Liverpool? 10 years 2010. ago? 2010. 10 years ago. Gosh, oh, we were all young. That's we were all young back Our then. peak bar- Batley years, man. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> so, this, I think, was one of the first times in a, since then, even for a long time, that you may have thought, right, Everton, sorry, have got a really good chance here. Mm. And then within two minutes, they got absolutely ripped apart by Robertson and Mane, putting mm-hmm. that into the top corner. But... I think from what Everton showed me quite well is that they didn't crack. They didn't immediately yeah, just yeah. crumble. They yeah. worked their way back into the game. Like yeah. Alan started off slow, but he grew into the game massively. You could see Hamed's just starting to have those little pockets of influence. Mm. And it was to be fair, I was I was impressed by Everton. I mean, but Liverpool did get absolutely shafted by VAR. That yeah. was that was one of the can, most like, can, like can we can we can we like start and end with that because 
obviously to be to be like super objective about this yes this was probably one of in recent times the best Merseyside derbies I've seen from a Everton perspective to be yeah. honest because they made it a good game I mean are we, even are we not are we not touching on the goals now? Are they not important? Oh, or we want to just chat about hold the on, brother. Okay, <laughs> discuss the goals. Discuss the goals. Go um, no, no. I mean, I mean, to be fair, we have to talk about DVD because that's that's the first thing. Yeah, that, happened, that, that happened after the goal, I, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was something I didn't understand even with the VVD one. So for those who didn't see it, there was a long ball put in a, into the box. I think it was a cross from the right, from the left hand side. Yeah. It got flowed yeah. into Van Dyke went for the header and. Pickford decided he was going to go Super Saiyan on him. He was going to take him out like Dragon Ball Z and absolutely try and kill the man <laughs> instead of going for the ball. And absolutely silly. It was one of the worst tackles I've yeah, seen. Yeah, that was now, such I a bad tackle. Horrific, yeah. man. I got this wrong. So I thought, because the play got blue dead because VAR somehow called it offside, even though I didn't see an offside on that. But hey-ho. Okay. So I thought, because they called that dead, they couldn't call anything on Van Dyke. He didn't concentrate on it. Yeah. No, no, no. Basically, no, 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 basically no, no, no. they they no, no. can they can get him sent off after. Basically, he was yeah. offside. Van yeah. Dyck was off, was offside. But even that, even, even that offside that, was still, very. That con- basically, that the argument was, is: no, 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 can no, no, you no, make no, a decision on things like red cards after a whistle? You can. Yeah, you can. Bro, if a match is finished and and a referee is refereeing to give a team a penalty, why can't why can't this why why? the same thing happened at United. That's what I'm saying. Guys, guys, VAR. Did not check for the tackle because they were concentrating on the offside. On the outside, that's that's, yeah. that's simply what happened. But no, no but I, I read I read the VAR judged it to be not not. Yeah, a, that's what happened. Nah, they not, checked not it. Dangerous. It was not they dangerous. Checked it. They yeah, checked exactly. It. it was a judged not to be a, a dangerous tackle, which is a bit baffling. After, after, after they didn't after check minus, no, they check minus having surgery, it's not. That's honestly absolutely that's absurd for them to. You heard the way the whole the way the whole system works. Sorry, Stephen, but the problem is, I think VAR is so. It's supposed, it was brought into the game to be as consistent as possible, but it's so inconsistent. Inconsistency, so, like my life. It's it shouldn't be, it should it should just be removed, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, Shalom, because we're seeing that it works in other countries. That's what I'm struggling to understand. Okay. That other country, I don't know if it's because they speak a different language or what. No, but, but the thing is, now now in the Premier League, the referees are able to look at the screen. My thing was, they were able. Why didn't Michael Oliver? To. Mm. Yeah, why did why did he choose not for, it, it, in particular? Because he has to get told. He has to get told to go on the not, screen. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to get told. That's what I'm saying. That they if didn't, anything, oh, if anything, now. the referee has the overriding decision, so he has the right to go to that screen to confirm what they're saying in his ear, and then make a decision based on it. You see what I mean? So, yeah. So, but anyways, let's talk yeah. from that point onwards. So VVD goes off. Um, Joe Gomez comes in, and then what? So then, I think the game calmed down a little bit then, but obviously you had the Michael Keane goal. So Hammers, corner, straight onto Michael Keane. It was straight at Adrian, but I don't think you can blame him for the goal because it was just a great header. Mm. Puts it in. He looked, he looked, mm. yeah, I'm blaming him. People were saying the PVD was that goal. Yeah, it just seems like every time Adrian plays, Liverpool concede. Like, I, can't, I can't remember the last time. He I makes me played. nervous, man. He makes and me nervous. I think he makes your defence nervous too, to be fair. Yeah. <clears throat> Leno. <clears throat> <laughs> I'll talk. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then 1 1, half time, yeah. and then we came yeah. out. Yeah, then, second half. It just looked like no one grabbed the game. Yeah, at the second half, it, I felt very much like it was dry. It, it was waiting for someone like a Hamez mm. or 
even someone like Amane just to get the ball and drive it in or play that pass. And it, it was like you say, it was dry. There was no Calvert Lewin had a great chance though that he scoffed. Oh, uh, the one that no, came but, in from, I don't uh, yeah, yeah. about DCL being bad, but I won't comment on that. Yeah, but you have to give credit to Salah's goal. Uh, Salah's goal, though, the um, way he the way he, he just spotted that that was so sick. His hundredth goal, his hundredth goal for Liverpool. Uh, sh- yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out, Salah, man. Hundred goals in hundred and fifty nine games, man. Bro, I want him to get. I want him to get Centurion, Premier League Centurion, before I give him the goat status. But the record is nuts, man. We have to give him the flowers. The ball came to yeah, him. Yeah, bro. So, Go so status. Like he's just yeah. He's just, his, his, his instincts are just like brilliant. It's the same. It's quite similar to the Villa goal, actually. Like not quite the mm. same, but just the way he, the well, the, the first goal against Villa, very similar. Yeah. That, 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 bro, the, the, I just remember watching it, thinking, what the like? How did he even spot that the guy missed it? I don't remember. Very reaction, reactionary. Like that it was just. Me. I was like, fair play, well done. Like yeah. And then, but, and then obviously, um, two one, we looked like we were in control, and then what? The fly, the flying guy from Merseyside, bro. Flying what a header! Like yeah. that header was nuts. Like I, can't, I actually like celebrated as if I was an Everton oh, fan. What's like, going cause... on? What's going on with Calvin Lewin though? That's my question. Like, how, he's got a manager that backs him, man. What do you want? Manager, baller, man. He's got a manager what? that backs him. He plays in a system that works for him. Like they get it wide, bro. Ancelotti, Ancelotti is selling him. Don't do this. Drift just, wide yeah. thing, just beating the ball in the middle, and we'll bring it to you and your bag, and that's what he's doing. The thing yeah. is, I said a couple of weeks ago, modern day Jermaine Defoe, you're giving me side eye, but the thing, the thing is, like, I, what I said, the but main, Jermaine, the, Jermaine the the Defoe's clouting it from outside. Like, he, 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 he can't cloud it from outside. <laughs> but what I mean by uh, modern day Jermaine Defoe is he shoot on sight. Do you know what I mean? He knows yeah. the limitations right place in inside right the box. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't see him drifting out anymore. You don't see him trying to fit the ball up on the edge of the box. Yeah. In the six-yard box, he's a menace. Like, what's that? Six goals, seven goals in his first five league games. Now. Apparently, apparently, he's been I'm putting a lot of him. emphasis on his um his one-touch finishing as well, and that's I think that's that's starting to. to come come through. And, that's um, I think every striker from early needs bro, to. Yeah. You're number nine in it. Like, play your position sometimes. Like, it's not every day. Like, overcomplicate it, man. And I think that's what he's doing well. He's he's uh, finding the balance of like going wide and then just driving right, into but, the box. Can I also, right, this joint, this well. joint, this joint analysis is going well. So two-two. Mm. What happens? What happens then? Liverpool Boy. took the Liverpool took the game again. We because uh, I remember I said yeah, like it, it yeah. still looks like we're gonna get a winner. To be fair, to be fair, it looked it looked like at two two late in the game. I thought Liverpool Liverpool are gonna have at least one or two more drives, um, and threaten a goal if not score. Um, I think I remember Thiago picked up the ball and put a lovely look, reverse pass into Mane's feet. Oh, don't forget the red card that up for it. What's his name though? Let's. I really ah Richarli Richarli on Thiago. Yeah, that was very awful. frustrating player yeah. for me. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the way the game was going, that that was not helpful at all in, in yeah. you know, Charleston doing that. But um, Thiago obviously picked up the ball um, on the left-hand side, played a lovely reverse ball into to Mane's feet, um, completely fooled, fooled Everton players. Um, and I think Mane cut it back to... Uh, he cut it back to Hender, Henderson. Hender, yeah. Yeah, Cut back to Henderson, and you know Henderson obviously got enough on the ball to, to get it past Pickford. Um, it was a lovely passage of play, play but um, it then got called back. Like <laughs> it got called back um, to be reviewed by VAR um, for a possible offside on Mane. Um, I was look, I look, I looked at this a good few times, even after the game. Remove finished. your United bias in it. Come on, yeah, no, man. yeah, I, and I t- I said at the time that is very very harsh. Like I couldn't understand how that was given offside, like based on 
previous evidence based on just based on on looking at what was in front of you just that bro what you said just looking what's in front of you looking at what in front of you like how how was that possibly offside i was totally confused and i feel um the yeah. explanation is needed man i think like yeah. what liverpool i think pe- i know people are like yeah liverpool let it go blah blah but this is not really to say like oh take the decision back but this is this is more like for even the rest of the league to be honest there needs to be I was consistent. about to say but you need to also me. explain so that there will be if if this happens in another game that you'll give it offside as well because exactly mm. i was you, about to say for me the threat is actually on the rest of the league because it's all good and well saying that yeah liverpool don't complain but if this happened to united i'll be i'll be climbing up the wall it's man. the same thing it is same so, thing. so so for me i i while i hate the idea of liverpool <clears> winning any match whatsoever so obviously you can imagine last season was peak for me um that this this I genuinely thought is just it's unfair in football full stop. It's just not even like a Liverpool thing. It's just wrong for in football full stop, really. So, so I'll tell you what though, man. Like like Everton have had such a great start to the season, top of the league, but like there's got there's gonna have to come a point where Ancelotti's gonna be looking at Pickford sideways because <laughs> I that mistake was just unforgivable. Like they, he the, was so third, lucky. Yeah. He was yeah. so lucky that, that that goal got ruled out. Henderson's got ruled goal out, got ruled yeah. out. Like what was he doing? Like honestly, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he got Shocking. gassed. Um, I mean, so, in terms of positives, that? though, in terms of positives in the game from me, sorry, um, I, I was very impressed with the midfield three. I remember in our in our group chat, we was talking about if Thiago comes in, what will be our midfield three? And Hendo is there, and Hendo is that. But Hendo was brilliant in that role that he played. Two, basically, literally played with like two eights, and then Fabinho sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, they, bro, they work well, man. And going forward, I would like to see that midfield three. You know, especially in the big games, I think yeah, it would it would work wonders for us, man. Tiago, um, Tiago in the eight, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you reckon? You reckon? Um, Genie is being benched due to the fact that he's refusing to sign the contract. Who? Genie Wanaldo. Yes, and also that he's a, been a bit lackluster as of late. He, he doesn't. Due, if you if, the fact that Barca are interested in. Um, I don't know. I I think literally, if you. I mean, I don't think he offers the same things that those three would offer for us yeah. going forward. I literally think that's what it is. He's great to have to come up from come off the bench and to play like the last 20 minutes or so, I think. But those three should really be our starter. And if anything, swap him for Hendo, if anything. But mm-hmm. can I speaking yeah. of Hendo though, can I add? I used to at him when 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 Gerard sort of moved on. But he's actually really come up long, long way. Just football-wise. I used to say I even think, like, this is the, the replacement. But not only does he play well, he really does show leadership on, on the on the pitch. It's one of the things that makes me hate Liverpool even more. Because I'm like, actually, I wish as United we had elements of that. But we'll, I'm sure we'll come to that topic. But it's really nice to see Hendo really sort of carry Liverpool. And even, even the England team as well, at times when there was that unnecessary beef going on. Man took certain players aside and had them conversations. It's actually nice to see. Like, I, I respect players that show real leadership. Um, mm. And and he's 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 done that, in my opinion, off the back of Gerard quite quite well actually. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's really good for you, girl, you man. Yeah, and I mean, in midweek in the Champions League, we have um, a, an away game against Ajax. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to, I don't know. We should win, of course, because Ajax is not the same Ajax of two seasons ago. They've don't lost. No Van Dijk, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what's, your t- what's your take on that, Drew? Because yeah. obviously that's a big loss. That's, that's going to be a very big loss. However, um, like I said, I feel like uh, our centre-backs 
from what they've seen in general, from what they've shown in general, mm. I don't. F- I think they should cope for the rest of the season. I think they're good enough to do it. However, obviously, we've seen Gomez yeah. as of recent. Man, yeah. shaky. Sure. So when you say cope, as in cope enough to win the league or cope enough to be? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I, I still. <laughs> I, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I still think that we would. Right. We, we are able to still be favourites and we will still win the league. Um, but Gomez and Matip, they still they need to be on job, man. I don't I think trust, he's, he's even sunk in for you yet, Andy. How? Yeah, how yeah I think, think it's massive impact that is. Yeah, like, he's not playing no, no. for the year, bro. And how long is Alisson out for? Another four will, weeks, five. I weeks? think he'll be back after the next international break. Yeah, um, yeah, four or five weeks. Yeah, it's a big, that's, 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 it's a big couple of weeks coming up for you guys. Nah, yeah. I think nah, nah. The reason why I say this because I feel it, it, it will be a big drop off. But Gomez and Matip, well, especially Matip nowadays, <laughs> like I feel like they're still like one of the top five centre backs in the league. But even his think, his fitness is not guaranteed, is it? So I mean, it goes... will come. It will come, man. The, our next two games is is ideal against Sheffield and. Um, another low low flying team, and then we have City. So yeah. let's see, man. I'm shook at that game, <laughs> the City game, but we'll see, man. So say so. Question, another question for you. So say like um, we come to the end of the season and Liverpool have have fallen short. Obviously, no no uh, fallen short of the league. No Van Dijk. Um, you know, maybe an, uh, another uh, key injury uh, over the course of the season as well. Mm. Would you Would you look to um, you know, injuries. I, I suppose it's kind of a hard question to ask or a hard question to answer right now. But would you look to injuries as as the reason as to why that might not have happened? Or, I mean, I can use it. It's all mm-hmm. hypothetical right now, but I think I yeah. can use it because we've lost players, we lost key players through injury, but also COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Are we going to sign a replacement in January? Yeah, I don't true. know, man. We'll true. see. If it happens, then I think. I can, but you know me, man. Because you don't really draw it, for that like Kenner does. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I don't. Nah, I don't draw for that, man. I still think our team is strong, strong enough. With with Van Dijk in there, we still got slap seven two. So yeah, it's not an excuse true. for me, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But Andy, um, the way you said that, fam. <laughs> Kenner, bro. Andy, um, yeah. like, before the transfer window finished, like I was just speaking uh, to a Liverpool fan and saying, don't you think you need another centre back? Because obviously, yeah. Matip's been in, in, a, in and out of the team, um, and obviously we know the run Gomez on. You kind of need like Van Dijk there for the guidance and whatnot. So now that because Van, Van Dijk didn't look like getting an injury, so it was more like for uh, the other two people to cover them. Mm-hmm. But now, don't you feel like that you should have done business in that area? Or, for sure. Uh, or is no, it a chance for is it Williams? Is he a centre back? Reese Williams, yeah. Williams, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he looked good in um, obviously the Carlin Cup games. Do you think it's time for him to step up as well? I think now. Nah, I think the the main centre back pairing needs to be. Uh, Matip and Gomez and Fabinho should be third choice. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You've got the yeah, option Fabinho of Fabinho. Fabinho. Got the option. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We're stacked in midfield, so Hendo can play the six or whoever can play the six, and then yeah, man. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't want to use this as an excuse, man. I still think the eleven. No, no, no. I hear what you're saying. I was just like, yeah, man. Like, just do you know what I mean? Just comparing. Yeah. If you actually had signed a centre back, maybe this wouldn't have happened, but. It's just one of those things, isn't it's it? It's hard to know as well, man. That's it's what... hard to know because why would why would why is Pickford clarting him like that? You get me? So no, no, no. That doesn't happen every day, in it. But yeah, I think what Tabo was saying is just that I swear you you um you sold well you got rid of Lovren, Lovren and you didn't yeah. replace it, his body as a centre back. I think that's what yeah. 
he's getting that in the sense that like it would be good to have that option there. If, even if Lovren is a calamity, mm. like he has he has like Experience a bad game every like three yeah. four games. The three four games would probably be what the ones you need him for. I think that makes sense. I think something tells me um, Klopp doesn't want to hamper Gomez's progression. Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe th- this is why because he wants to keep him as at least an option from the first choice from the bench. Yeah, because now Gomez has starter. to be the number one centre back. Now he has to be the number one. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's interesting Big to test. see, man. Big yeah. test. Yeah. If this was like two years ago, then I'll be like, yeah, Gomez, yeah, I'm happy. But Gomez, as of recent, uh, since Sterling, actually, <laughs> boy, he had that injury, didn't he? And he, he's cheating. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. He did. He did. But let's not use that, man. Look how Gwery got injury. Look what he's doing to Arsenal. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Um, Jake, Chelsea v Southampton. Uh, the first, the first, to... the first on the bottle this weekend. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, day drinking is getting more and more appealing watching Chelsea these days. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'll go through the facts of the game. Started off, we looked fluid. The front four of Pulisic, Havertz, Mount, and Werner, they were just really playing well. You could tell yeah, they, they were. were moving off each other. They were combining really nicely. Werner scores a beautiful goal. So ball gets played through. Werner absolutely sells the centre-back. Dummies him completely, takes him out of the game. Then he dilly dies, well, not dilly dies, but he takes a couple of touches in the box where you're thinking, oh, maybe he's overplayed this or pass it off. But makes enough space for each other. Great finish. 1-0. Then Jorginho plays an amazing ball like he did last year for Tammy against Watford. Yeah, where like, he just curls it over the defender. Werner's not even moving, but he's got that much pace. He just beats out the defender, chips the keeper, and then taps it in. So 2-0, we're looking really good. Like There doesn't seem to be that many issues. We've given up one opportunity to Southampton, I think, at that point. But, I mean, the Chelsea defence as it is, you'll take that in a half. But then Havertz, he just gets pressed in the box. He beats one man, and you've got to know at that point to take off the blinders and just recycle the ball, get it away. He then beats another man, but bear in mind he's in his own third, gets pressured, ball gets played straight through. Can't really blame the defence or Keffer on that one. Danny Ings has got an easy finish. Second half, we came out super flat. We just did not come out like a team looking desperate. It looked as if we were a team that saying, oh, we made one mistake, it'll be fine. And that second goal, what happened was the ball gets played over the top, down the right channel. Zuma should deal with it so much better. Plays an awful back pass to Kepper. Ah, uh, Zoop. <laughs> Kepper does not deal with it well whatsoever. His normal level. There's a goal mouth scramble and Che Adams just managed to blast it in. But what I noticed looking back on that is Zuma makes the original mistake of not pass of passing it really poorly. Throws his hands up in disgust at Kepper not being able to essentially make the clearance or deal with it in any shape or matter. And then does not cl- come back whatsoever. And that goal from our scramble took about five, six seconds. If he comes back, it's another man to deal with that. And you could he could have easily made a difference to avoid that. But he's just had this attitude of, oh, why? You've let me down again. And we've conceded. So th- that was disappointing for me to see. So I completely blame Zuma there. Not, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kef has made a mistake. But if Zuma gives him a better ball or comes back and attempts to deal with it, easily could have been different. But to be fair, Chelsea, we immediately react. Werner, Pulisic combine really nicely to get Werner through on goal. He squares yep. it to Havertz. Yep. Easy 3-2. And then from there, I'm thinking, right, we're starting to kill off this game. Like, we were playing it around the back a little bit. We weren't 
forcing it. But it, the problem with Chelsea is that we don't have a good enough defence to win a 3-2. We don't have a good enough defence to close out games. So playing like that is just false hope. And lo and behold, they play a ball into the box. Zuma heads it away weakly. It's not awful, but it's not good enough really either. I think Walcott just kicks it back in, just hoping for something. And Vestergaard just gets his noggin onto it and it goes into the bottom corner. It's 3 all. Game's over and I'm already on the on the booze. So um, just just going back to um, Kepa, um, yeah, I, I definitely thought it was a Zuma mistake, but I'm looking at Kepa and it's almost like a, a mistake every game more or less. Do you think yeah. it's one of those like Loris Carrier situations where he literally just he can't stay at the club any longer? Like, because every every game is going to be a mistake because even as a number two, like obviously he's been dropped since uh, Mendy came in. Mendy's injured now. He's come in and. Technically, this is another mistake. You could put this down as another mistake. It looks mm-hmm. like he's just making a mistake every single game. Brother, he had to go when they asked him to come off the pitch and he refused. That's when he had to go. Mm. Like it's not even a now, man. And I know that's a outdated topic, but Kepa I, is the one is the one football player, not even keeper, that I do not respect or rate. Because for <laughs> me, bro. bro, I don't, I don't. I think, bro, you, you're saying that 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 ever since that situation, and then you go on and add that you know he's made mistakes and become and, and become you know second fiddle. Bro, like sometimes yeah. I did never like that to be honest. That I mean, was like, so disrespectful. Uh, yeah, sorry. Exactly. And so uh, at some point you just have to draw the line and go, like, this is not this is really not for you, man. Like you need some attitude check. And I I, I 100% believe that behaving attitude on the pitch has an impact. Because think of how many players that still remember that. Yes, you're supposed to get out of your mind, but players won't trust you as a keeper. The thing is about Kepler, yeah. yeah, that like stands out for me. It's just like, you know, when um the gay I first came to the Prem and obviously he's get caught out a lot by crosses into the box and like yep. high balls. Mm-hmm. I used to look at Kepa thinking, oh, like this could exactly. be something that he might improve. Yes. However, every time I watch him, it's like he's got worse. And I'm yep. like, he's not pulling out what world he saves. Like, you know, there's keepers out here that like they will make the odd mistake at every other game, but like Pickford. they're pulling off. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pickford, like you remember like yesterday, he Don't made a mistake, but like, he, made, he made a world he saved too. But like yeah. Kepa's not even doing that. He's he's just there, like literally but there that for the basket. But that goes back to my point. It's his attitude. I think if you have that attitude, that, that kind of attitude, yeah. I don't. Bro, from what I've seen in football, the last, I mean, you can call me wrong because some of you men are more experienced. That if you if you have that embedded, deep rooted attitude, it will but come out. Juice, juice. You keep saying attitude. Are you stemming from like Carlin Cup game? I'm not when just saying that Carlin Cup game. For me, that Carlin that that behavior. Is, is clearly something that is deep-rooted. And as a result, on the pitch, it reflects. You know what I mean? Me, he, clearly, he clearly thinks highly of himself. And that's, yeah, what's, because, that's, you're that's what I'm seeing. You might, you might forget, the goalkeeping is probably the hardest position to put yourself 100%. back up after, yeah, after yeah, a mistake. Yeah. So he's man. number one. In his eyes, he sees, look, I'm number one. So it's not, I don't think it's an attitude thing. It's just a... Remember, um, a couple I just of episodes don't think a couple of episodes ago, um, Leno came out with his interview. Basically, I think we talked about saying how he's basically saying, Look, I'm number one, like mm-hmm. Martinez is gone. It's, it, I don't think it's an attitude thing. But Munoz, the thing is, the difference is every keeper has made a mistake, but like it's not every keeper that consistently looks bad. Exactly, like, that's the difference. Like, you're saying it's confidence, but even when he first started, like he came. He first started arrived at the Prem, he was making mistakes. He had like a period in time when he was doing it right, I think, yeah. when they had a good um, Europa League run, I think it was. But like yeah. he still had the mistakes in him. And then yeah. now he's making the mistakes and his level isn't at a level required. It's, got, it's got worse. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, worse. Like, no, it's worse. It you is you worse. can't really blame the attitude. You can't blame the attitude at the same time. I think it's just the quality. He's just not good enough. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's attitude. I just think he's 
in a very, very bad state at the moment as a keeper. He's got probably no confidence at all. And it's just, that's what I'm trying to say. It's going to be really yeah. hard for him because that, he's not you going to get any better anytime soon. It's going to be so hard for him to get back to the level that I he get what you're saying, but I think that's just an easy out. I think. Jake, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think listening to that? I, what's, your, what's your take? I get the attitude thing. I completely get that. And I think, I remember sitting there watching that game the Carling Cup game specifically, where Kepper is refusing to come off. And Chelsea, to put it lightly, like players with attitude. They like your, they like yeah. the pantomime villains. We all know Costa. Drogba, for a long time, was part Terry. of that. Terry, Robin for a while, because he really loved diving yeah. at a time when diving... Players that give you really yeah, yeah, he was the he was a diving he merchant, was a man. Diving merchant, <laughs> he was. He I really, forgot he about really that. He knew how to take flight, that boy. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I just remember thinking there, Ke- looking at Kepa, and obviously it's rose-coloured glasses. It, it is my keeper, so you obviously look at your players a little bit differently. But I was thinking, like, you want to see that fire. And that's what I thought immediately. After a day, I was like, wow, you really... That was a line you should not have crossed. Mm. And people say that was the start of his downfall. Yeah, I can see that. But then I agree completely with Munya. He mentally, right now, is not going to be a good place because you've got to sit there and think, right, I'm a £72 million goalkeeper. I can't make routine saves, let alone the world-class saves that I'm supposed to. I can't command a box. He can't. Ca- he struggles with the high ball and corners and crosses in. He just can't command the box whatsoever. So- he has no confidence with his defence, and his defence has no confidence in him. Like I say, if anyone wants to look back at that second goal, we can see where I still believe it's Zuma's fault. It like was, said, it there was a good trick. Can I ask a question then? Um, so do you think is is the is the whole confidence conversation is it just because he's a keeper or is it in general because like I'm listening to like people say yeah like he's low on confidence blah blah but like this energy is never kept for other like when we talk about Pepe yeah. when we talk about um Pogba when we talk about big name like Harry Maguire for example is never even yeah. I just said the position I told you it's the position so it's because you're also, saying so, yeah I was asking Jake so you're saying it's because as a keeper do you think the whole confidence things matters a lot more it has to because yeah, yeah. If you Definitely. make a mistake as a keeper, it's a goal. It is guaranteed a goal. You never, you never see a keeper make a mistake. Or you so you just don't think his quality is just not good enough. Like he's just not good enough. Like, I, I do. There's a come point where it's just like, okay, yeah, the confidence yeah. might not be there, but I'm, I'm struggling to think of when he was confident and he was good. That's my point. John, yeah, John, I get no that. one would spend. Sorry, no one would spend seventy-two, seventy-two million. I was about to say for, that price tag. Yeah, no one would spend that money. He clearly has got good quality. That's, why that's what we say about Maguire, but people still at. I don't oh, understand. No, like, you you let me bring it up to position. Nah, nah, save the Maguire for now. We sold Courtois far too late in the window. So we sold Courtois to Madrid after Alisson had already been bought because he was our first target that summer. And Alisson went to Liverpool and we've obviously seen the success that he had. But then Courtois, we knew from the start of the summer he wanted to go back to Madrid because he wanted to live with his kids. So eventually we relented and sold him. Fine. And uh, then Bilbao knew you had the money. 72 million pound panic buy. Mm. Yeah, because uh, they, they knew you had the money. Bilbao yeah. knew you had the money. Yeah. So, but, um, sorry, go on, but it was, was, it, was it was, it was, a, kept it was, a, it was, the 72 was a buyout clause, right? Yeah, so it was a buyout clause. So this was the whole as well. Like, I remember we were saying about how it was a couple of weeks ago on the pod, how we should have spent that money on Oblak instead of buying Havertz and one, and you'd have to pay one or two others because of the Oblak price tag. But you've got to think, and this is just as a business point of view, you've spent £72 million on an asset 
You're not gonna then go six two year, years later. Six year contract as yeah. well. Fuck six year me. contract. You're not then Sorry gonna spend. <laughs> you're not gonna go back two years later and spend over a hundred million fixing yeah, that problem. It yeah, just yeah. it never made sense from day one. But that now you Kepa as well, and you look at it and go, I've just been replaced by a twenty million pound man who, let's face it, before his name was mentioned as a Chelsea guy, I had never heard of him before. Can't say he was a massive yeah. name in Europe. So no, he, he was a he was a he was a talent in it. Not, not talent, but his name was right. bubbling. Yeah. But he nearly got, didn't he nearly like lose basically his football career uh, like a few seasons back before then yeah. rekindling his career at um, the last club he was at? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think, um, yeah. Look, I, I, I understand. Football, yeah, yeah. Keep as a, as a keeper, a lot of it is confidence. And if you're not playing well, the world will know. And if you're playing well, it's almost like he's not necessarily as shone upon. But I do think it comes a point where cool, like his confidence, yeah, I understand. But he, the geese is just not good enough. That's what I want to get to. Like, yeah, like you'll come a point where you almost move on from the, you know, the like the vertical that allow. Yeah, he's not confident anymore. He's just not good. And like even when he is confident enough, yeah. he's not at level um, for a team at Chelsea. Sure. Sure, I, got a question. I got a question for you. Before um, Carrius had the calamity in Champions League final, mm-hmm. would, would he have said he was a, a right keeper? Who? Sorry, who? Carrius. Um, I think if you watch Liverpool. Closely, you, he oh. had his moments. And that's why I said all right. I didn't say a great keeper. I said all right. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, that 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 kind of stayed his downfall. With yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after that, he just became pants. So yeah. I I think essentially it's happening with um with Kepa. But my thing is though, Shalom, did Liverpool fans ever think that they could win the league with Carrius or had that confidence yes. that he was that good? Yes. I think. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think um, Stephen. I have got a look at Andrew screaming. Got... Right, let's not let's not let's not divert too much. Um, let's let's. let's well, one more point about Kepa. I feel like people yeah. are being a bit unfair. Um, considering that he's a he's still a young goalkeeper in terms of goalkeeper. Anyway, he's still he's... pretty young. Um, so he's maybe dry, bro. no, no, no. I know he's dry. dry. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, yeah, he could he could revive it at the same time. I think yeah. my point in that, and I'll I'll go with Char here, is that his mentality is making him the worst keeper in the league. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah, I he, his up. ability, I would say, and this is probably best thing, is say, to say above average keeper. I don't think he's ever going to be elite just yeah. because of his size. I think yeah. he needs to be, especially in the Prem, where you deal with a lot of ver- vertical balls, you deal with some of the bigger strikers. Obviously, it's not as in vogue, but you've still got them. I don't think he's ever going to be the elite, elite keeper. But The, the Gaia did adjust average. the size thing, though. Because the yeah. guy was a small keeper when he came in, and then yeah, he put yeah. he put on he put on size to address and that. He was just a really good shot stopper. No, but Kepa, Kepa is just a boy, bro. He looks like a little. He's a boy. He can't yeah. shot stop. He can't do nada. Yeah. Okay, so Jake, so um, midweek. Yep. Um, in the big league, you've got Sevilla at home. Yeah, that um, is that is a big game. I think I don't think we're gonna make too many changes to be honest. I think Thiago Silva is definitely gonna come in. That's a guarantee. So we only missed out the game because he had a long haul flight from Brazil on international duty. So he just came back too late to properly train and get his fitness ready mm-hmm. for the game. So I think he definitely comes in and starts for Christensen. But apart from that, I generally can't see us changing that much. The keeper, Nothing. do you reckon you'll use... Um... It's tight because, let's be fair, Willy Caballero is nothing either. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> no, no, not Willy, the black one. What's his name? Mendy. Mendy. Mendy yeah. He's injured. He's the, yeah, he's, oh, he's going to be back oh, okay. another week or two. It's not a major long-term one, but then again, they kept on saying that Ziyech only had a little niggle on his knee and he was out for a month. 
So I, I don't trust that physio department ever since that lovely lady physio, Eva, came on. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot so- about that, you know. <laughs> But yeah, I think maybe we're in for Kepa, but again, he did. Kepa for me didn't have an awful performance against Southampton, so I could see him still starting. But then Thiago Silva in, I think, even though everyone loves to hate on the guy, I think Mount stays in over Ziyech. And may, we maybe even put that was baffling like, where maybe, he put Mount and where he put Pulisic, but that Lampard, I'm onto it, but you're still saying nah, they, they love they love Mount and a clock. Havertz, because I feel like he was, um, he, he scored, um, and I think he looked all right in moments, but he's not. He's fi- he, 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 he looks like he's finding his feet, man. He's looking a slowly, lot isn't it? Slowly, yeah. He's I, looking not, a lot better than what he I'm did not, at the beginning. I'm not looking at him like, you know, them ones where it's like, oh, nah, he's, he's not going to cut not it. Out yet. Yeah, it's not out yet, man, at all. Mm, I think, I think he's... Yeah. The, the ability is there, like, man. Yeah, the thing that I'm liking at the minute is, A, we're playing him in the number 10. We've given up with the right wing stuff. We're playing him in the number 10 and we're letting him play in his best position. And yeah. B, it's stuff like if we do play long instead of playing it along the floor, he's the one going up for the headers. So he's trying to be that little bit mm. more physical. He yeah. is pressing. Don't get me wrong. He was at fault for the first goal. And I do agree. He's not looked great yet, but he's definitely getting yeah, better yeah, each game. Yeah, and he's think, de- yeah. him and Werner are linking up that little bit better. better yeah. Listen, so any, it's, anyone, it's just a time element. Sorry, Jake. Anyone in this pod will take Havertz in a heartbeat. Of course. Oh, yeah. 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 Shout out. Um, I don't know about, Kusich, I don't know about us, though. Uh, shut up. I, I don't know about uh, us, though. I don't know where we will fit in. I know where we will fit in at us, though. You might get taken still. Quickly, before you move I mean, on, you I still actually, start I Bobby actually... Firmino. He'll fit in somewhere. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? Oh, yeah, just because yeah. I'm intrigued. Because um, I actually missed the transfer window where, where Thiago Silva came in. And one time I was watching Chelsea and I was like, rah. So, Jake, obviously, first time me, obviously meeting you, what's your actually your thoughts on Thiago Silva coming in Chelsea? So, I don't think ability-wise he's going to be that much better than hmm. what we've got right now. I'm not saying that he's bad, but I'm, I think for me, it's just a matter of leadership. There's no authority in that Chelsea defence ah, okay. right now. You've got Azpilicueta, who's a good he's a, a good example of what he should be. Like He works hard, he's diligent, but he's not a natural leader. He's not going to be the one that holds people accountable, that shouts at you if you make a mistake, that gets you into the right position. Whereas I think Thiago Silva will be that organiser, that authority figure, the one that shouts to get up. So for me, I think he is a stopgap. Let's be honest, he's a 37-year-old defender, but Very he is someone gap. that can show a little bit more. Which And one thing as well, I know it's, I forgot to mention it, is how Tamori doesn't get into that back line. Yeah, I don't care. Man, this guy, this guy fought to stay. He fought sir, to stay. Sir, man, put him in the ink. Sir, man, over <laughs> Maguire. Sir, man, said Tamori. Oh, no, but he, he, actually, he, actually got a, he actually got an offer from West Ham to, to leave yeah. on the dead yeah. on the last day of the week. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Lap is, oh, he refused. Yeah, yeah he oh, refused. So I, I generally believe Tamori should have started that game because I think Christensen is not it. He's been found out. He's I remember you guys it. you guys screaming Christensen's next up. I remember Chelsea fans, yeah, you know. We did. Like I, I generally, <laughs> when we brought him back, I think he had like a, a two-season loan at Monch and Gladbach and he was Gladbach, really impressive. yeah, he was good there, yeah. And we were all saying, right, he's going to be the new guy. He was the, he was the Chelsea graduate. We were all thinking like, okay, he's, he's going to be great. And he just doesn't have the mentality for it. He's not ready for a fight. What was yeah. the other? What, what I swear, who was the Chelsea graduate as well ages ago? Robert oh, Hoof. No, no, Robert oh, Hoof. You Robert might... He was trying. But yeah, people, he won, he won now, people were screaming. He won, he won, he won, he won, he won, he won three Premier League medals. But, 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 three. 
Nah, but people were screaming he was next up as well from the academy. Yeah. He was doing that, a bit. That, that was he had a decent board. career though, didn't he? Like, he played for Germany a few times. He, like, yeah, won a league title at Leicester. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't a full one for league titles. He, won three he was like a John. You know, is he's like how we view Johnny Evans, like just kind of rated, but like by managers, but like you wouldn't look at him as like a an established like up like top five or yes, top ten. You don't you don't mention Robert Hoof in any of them Premier League things. Yeah, like you don't mention Johnny Evans, That's but Johnny Evans so... was local when we won the no, Premier League. Like yeah, but like even for Chelsea, fam, I can't remember how many games he played for Chelsea. Bro. No, we didn't play many because we had Terry and Carvalho. Yeah. Oh, but I remember Heath, man. Heath was Heath was solid at one point. Yeah, solid, solid. All right, let's move then. Let's move. Uh, thank you, Jake. Um, we'll go over to um, Manchester, the blue side, <laughs> where they um, played against Arsenal. Oh. Ah. Arsenal, guys. Let me <laughs> let me se- let me select Monya. Monya. Zero point gang, raw. You're not at the party this weekend, no? No party. No nah, man, we saw Arsenal lost one 0 to Man City. Um, <laughs> for, for what... <laughs> Raw. I don't understand what's funny. Though. No, yeah, it's just like you know? I didn't realize results so were Steven, that straightforward. Steven, are you, are you let me finish because Andy said um, my name. So <laughs> pick and choose. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the game? <laughs> All right, cool. Same is. Um, so Andy, yeah man, um, your rivals probably for the season. We went to their ground at the Etihad. Um, it wasn't like the best of performance from either teams, but... It I was a smooth like, fest, to be honest. Not to yeah. act, but in general, it was... No, you're right, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, it, it wasn't the greatest games. Um, I think a lot of people came into this thinking, oh, we will get washed over, as always. Um, obviously, we would have liked to at least left it for a point, considering we only lost 1-0. Um, but, you know, Arteta showing glimpses. I think one thing my dad kind of um, summed up saying, obviously, I know we lost 1-0, but... He's a bit frustrated at Arteta because he believes Arteta's just focusing primarily on something like the defence, which I get, um, because obviously sometimes we we, we used to see better goals. Like at the moment, he's probably this focusing is, a bit more. We had this. We sorry, sorry, Monia, to cut you off. Obviously, we had this conversation a bit like after the game yesterday, where I was yeah. kind of like looking at Arteta hmm, and thinking like, what kind of manager do you think he is? Is it a bit too early? It's too early because I think he's just trying to sort the team out. And obviously, mm. everyone's always known it's always been from the back has been our issue. So, obviously, we want to score goals. We've got people capable of scoring goals. But my, that's my dad's frustration. Obviously, why aren't we attacking? You look at Tottenham today when we talk about them. Tottenham was just attack and attack. And we all know we saw what they did. But you don't get that from Arsenal. And obviously, there's obviously the talks of Aubameyang playing on the left and not in the central. Um, it, it, he's kind of sorting out the team. Obviously... I'm not expect, I'm expecting wonders. These type of games against Man City and losing to you, I think what Tosin said, after the Liverpool game, he wasn't really expecting much from this game either. It's, it's, it's bad to say as a fan that, oh yeah, you're going to you know look at the look at the fixtures and think, oh yeah, we'll probably leave with no points at this game. We've got to be realistic. So it probably was one of those games that if we if we left with a point or even three, happy days as a bonus. But it's those games against West Ham Um and Sheffield yeah. United, the ones that, the games we used to drop points at is the ones that we're picking up points. So um, we've obviously got the whole issue of playing away against the big six. We're going to have to work on it. We're gonna I've have got to a question for you. So yeah. obviously, like, obviously beforehand, then on paper, you would be like, yeah, away to City, you would lose. But the way the game went and Arsenal kind of saw a lot of the ball, but yet didn't create that many chances. You also restricted City to not that many chances as well. 
do you think? I wouldn't say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I want to speak on. Do you do you think do you think that with the <laughs> amount of creative players that were on the pitch for Arsenal, that more should have been created? More, yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, with the attacking options that we had, um, I thought we could have created a lot more chances, and I thought we were going to get some goals, at least mm. two. But obviously, that wasn't the case. Andy. But my brothers, my brothers, Mitch and Tabo, nah. want to speak on this. Just so soon. I'm on. So, nah, I just, I, I mean, well, um, yeah. I'll I'll get on to like how the game went a bit later. Sorry for jumping in, but you said that you didn't feel you, you felt as if we restricted Man City to few chances. Do, do you think that's true though? I don't I don't, I don't know. I think it, in the first half, did you not I feel that we were stretched? Like I mean, every time Mares picked up the ball, he was free. Every time Foden picked up the ball in the left wing, he was free. Like they had like both of them had I think two good chances both in the first half. Mm, you know I mean, mm. I didn't really feel as if we restricted them to that many chances. I just felt uh, as if we rode our luck a little bit. I mean, but yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry for cutting in, but I, I just don't feel as if we do. You, really no, no, no. What I mean, what you, what I mean by this is that when you know, sometimes where Arsenal just get moved to, like chances upon yeah. chances, you've handled, you've had, you've had like a goal, agreed, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant basically. Right, you've handled, enough. you've handled City's attack quite well, or even though they got mm. in behind a few times, but you handled it in general. You handled it well. The the goal that they had was, you know, pretty lucky, like you said this morning, where he was like, oh, could could Leno have saved it. In hindsight, yeah. yeah, but he probably slipped. So I thought, like, you played a decent enough game defensively, but going forward, it was for fans. But still, at the same time, oh, can I, can I, can I just quickly? Yeah. Go on. No, because I was gonna say, like, um, Andy keeps mentioning about defensively, but I mean, if we mention Saka, Saka actually had one chance where you know it was literally like goal bound, and then Aubameyang. So now, I mean, the other one was a bit difficult. Let's be real. Mm. The the one you know he kind of cut in and yeah, yeah. Uh, shot that was a bit harder. Whereas the second one where he got it and where Aubameyang, it, where Aubameyang slipped him. Yeah, yeah, that one was yeah, like yeah. a clear cut chance where I say you know if he takes it, no one is gonna have this opinion of saying that was a that was a great save, defend- man. No, no, no. It was yeah. a great save. Both of them were great saves. The clear cut chances we have. That was the Abamia one as well, which wouldn't have been offside uh, had it gone to VAR, had it gone in. Um, so it's just like if we had taken our chances as well, we wouldn't be looking at it saying Arteta's oh, too defensive because right now it's just we didn't score a goal. We lost one nil, which was very frustrating. But at the same time, we didn't take our chance. Tab, That's why you, you make you make an extreme extremely good point, man. I mean, like I, I to be honest, my only takeaway from the game is. Again, I've said it for two weeks in a row now. Yeah. Like you can't have your star man like be so oh, yeah. like, anonymous. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I think Pepe had a header in the second half um, from a Bamiyang cross from the wing, which yeah. um, I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a good chance. But for me, like Bamiyang again is not a winger. Like I looked at the stats. Like Bamiyang right now in this season is sitting in between Aaron Connolly and Vinaldum for total shots out of all players in the league. He's literally forty fifth. Like. Salah and Kane are leading with 25 and 24. Aubameyang can't, has, got, has taken six shots in five games. Like Arteta right now, I understand he's improving us defensively, but he needs to find a way to get our best players mm-hmm. more involved offensively. I mean, yeah. forget the City games. That's across all five games we've played this season. It's unacceptable for Aubameyang to I have think, six shots all season. I think part of it, so what, 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 what I'll say is just, just to sort of review on it, like, because I've done the whole game anyway, Defensively, I think we've done all right. That sort of reminded me of the performance. If you remember the Arsene Wenger um, done against City as well, where defensively we, we were good, but going forward, we weren't amazing. Um, I think we've sort of got to understand that we're not as good as City. We're not going to expect to go to the Etihad and get three points. It's not going to happen. That's not... Arteta said after the game, he was like, the way we played, the chances we created, 
other teams don't do that. He said he'd been there for four years. Teams do not come to the Etihad and, and get chances and have Save opportunities. Right there, but nearly, Leicester ran them out. Leicester went and slapped them 5-2, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get, I get, I get. You know what I'm listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stupid. This is Pep. Lomas, Lomas awake, you know? You went to a weak man city side. No, no, no. You're all kicking off. It's all kicking off. Julian, welcome to the bar bar. Welcome to the bar bar, Julian. Yo, 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 Shut up. Hold on. Turn these excuses, though, all the time. Every week for... Oh, Calvin, Calvin. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Calvin. Calvin, say what you got to say. Let me land. Let me land. Let me land. So what I was going to say, you lot are saying that, oh, you know, Leicester just wiped them. This is Pep, you know, this is a top manager. He's not just going to come in and say, oh, Leicester beat us. Let's go and play the same way. He's not going to say that. He's going to come and change things to make it team. So are you saying that Pep was the one that played defensive? I personally think, I personally think, Pep did actually change something. And if you look at the stats, he actually did. Because what, <laughs> what did he change? Like, okay, no, he changed. No, no. Yes, he did. Uh, Positionally, uh, he might change, but are you uh, formation changing? You're clutching at straws. I want to hear some strides, man. I'm like to let that. But I'm so tired of every single week listening to Arsenal excuses when they play a big team. It's always, oh, yeah, we look better defensively. But you did Facts. nothing going forward. You don't Facts. go into mm-hmm. games. Like, oh, we're not expected to win at the Etihad, but Leicester no, went there and slept exactly. five. Exactly. Facts. 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 There's, no, there's no excuse. I'm not even... I feel like I answered... Hey, Strides, I feel like I answered you perfectly that if, if um, what's it called, Aubameyang and Saka score, no one is going to say that attacking. Exactly. We were this, that, no, and the third. It. No, so no, that no, is, but, that but, is but, just... But, no, but you can look at it from... Are you happy with our general offensive output? Yeah, you can look at it from the way Strides are You can look at this is, this is the point, though. Okay, that's, this is the point. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One person at a time, man. Come on, man. Come on. All, Steve, I, say, all I say is, all I say is, I've got uh, one thing. With the defensive shape, he said, um, Tos is saying, oh, Obaming's on the left. That is our defensive shape. Obaming on the left, William down the middle, Pepe on the right. That was our defensive shape. Offensively, if you saw the game, whenever Obaming was attacking, he would drift into the middle. Saka was on the left wing. That is our attacking formation. So he's trying to you know, get Aubameyang involved into the middle. And it's not his fault that Aubameyang just wasn't in the game. It's not his fault. Brother, six shots, though. Grady yeah, you can't, it, it is you can't, you can't say that he was just not in the game. Yeah, yeah. Kane, 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 the joke thing. We're going to have to bring him in. We're going to have to bring him in. Me and Mitch had this argument yesterday. Mitch 41, but boy. Kane able to take how many shots? So why can't Aubameyang, who's a top-class striker, because Kane's got more to his locker. Can, it was, no, well, Mitch, Mitch, this is exactly what I'm saying. It's on Arteta. It's on Arteta yeah. to get his best players. What's the point of the manager? But Aubameyang was left wing, so and he was just, scoring goals last season. So what? Yeah, Mitchell, no, yeah, he's, he's, he's not getting. He's not getting any product. That's what you're talking about. You watch what I'm trying to say. Don't forget, Wenger. Don't forget, Wenger did the same thing. Don't forget that. I think what we had to say is that we had a creative midfield that would give them the chances. Gentlemen, gentlemen, yesterday Arteta simply was trying to damage limitation, yeah, um, and unfortunately we just didn't take our chances. That, no, that, but that's that's simple. Simple. I agree with that. Because if you watch Arsenal, I get what you're trying to say, but we're, we're not creating chances. No, 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 that's but that is what Arteta yeah. did. I'm not saying that's mentality I no, want, because I was massively but, disappointed but this is, because but, the game was there for the taking. This is... Yeah. Tabo, Tabo, this, this yeah. is what this is what I said what I said yesterday because right. I've been peeping Arteta probably since 
from since even when he beat us when you beat City last season and even the start yeah. of this season, yeah. he has been playing this way though. He has been pragmatic. It's the yeah, but it's the personnel. Even seen Leicester score five at City. No, no, but your No, no, no. But your personnel is not bad. Saka is is playing for. No, no, no. I'm talking about the defensive shape. The reason we're playing that that formation we're playing right now. Arteta would like to go to a four-three-three. That that is ideal for him. But right now we can't simply just do it. Wait, you do. Let me give it. Everything looks good. I think your team is good enough. But we're not, we're not, we're not going to score it. goals. We need to have players that are going to give Aubameyang the ball, Pepe the ball. This is what I mean. That we simple as that. We can't be living off that. Can I say one thing? There's one more thing. Either we attack or, because we were moaning before, saying, oh, we're losing games 5-0. Oh, we're doing this. So Arteta's trying to fix that thing we've been talking about Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, you can't have your cake. Can I just say one more thing? Can I say you're going to neglect the attack just because we're No, but he's not neglecting it. But listen to this. It's now <laughs> up to that's what I'm saying to you, Toast. That it's now up to Abamyang Saka, Pepe, take the man on, beat him, score. Exactly. That this simple. is what I'm saying. It's it, what I'm it, saying. Like, it's not rocket science to say, oh, because Arteta said, do you think Arteta is saying to him, yo, miss that chance or don't take him on? So, but yeah, you can obviously um, preview the Europa League game. Yeah, man. Rapid so... and beat Arsenal. Yeah, we've got our first game, um, Rapid Vienna, and um, I think someone mentioned it in the previous pod when we got the results um, of the, the teams. I think it was you and your Shalom. Someone mentioned about how we haven't got games and we're having to travel far, so, um, so it's gonna, not going to be a long trip. And um, it's an early kickoff, freaking five minutes to six, but we're working from home, so I won't be missing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he needs to... I, now I'm not sure, because last year... Um, when we had Emery, I was like, we need to maybe focus on winning the Europa League um, so we can get Champions League football. Right now, I'm not really sure what's our best way. Um, that Arteta get... gas here, so you're thinking you'll make top four cash. I d- bro, like I said, I don't know. So, Because <laughs> like I said to you, we, we're picking up points where we sometimes used to drop points. Mm. That was a dip. Like, we, we didn't miss out from top four that badly last season, but it was just those little dumb games we used to drop points. Um, but it would be nice to win a trophy. So... I hope he blends like a mature but also young side in 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 the Europa League, and um, you know the three points in it. Yeah, that, that's what you want. Like looking at our group, Touchwood, we should really walk walk that through and get through to the next round. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of team he's going to want to play, and um, how, how. And obviously, that will indicate how seriously he's going to take the competition. Calm. All right, let's move on then to um, Tyneside. Um, where Newcastle faced Manchester United, um, mm. and it ended to in it ended in a pamming, but not mm. kind of reflective to what the game was about. Mm. Uh, Press. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was it was a a weird beginning to the game. I think within the first two minutes, um, we conceded a goal um, from what was a cross coming in from I think uh, Newcastle's right back that was foolishly deflected by by Luke Shaw I mean he stuck he stuck his foot out um to try and, and block the cross and he's ended up taking a, a wild deflection uh, into into the net um so from there obviously you can imagine um watching the game I was thinking yeah I was gonna ask Perez what, what what was you obviously after the yeah. Tottenham game what mm-hmm. were you thinking when Newcastle went up I was, I was thinking that we were we we, we might pick up where we left off in a bad way. I was thinking that it, it, it could get it could get long pretty quickly. 
as the game went on, I don't even think that we necessarily grew into the game either. It was one of those ones where um, we had the ball a lot. Newcastle let us have the ball quite a lot. Um, you know, Mata, Bruno drifting into pockets of space and, and you know, linking up quite well. But um, we weren't necessarily penetrating, especially in the first in the first half. Um, and, you know, we weren't able to get the likes of Rashford on the ball. Um, I think the, 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 the our first goal came from, of course, a set piece, um, which was a set piece, a corner. Um, which was was nodded in by Harry Maguire. That was in the sort of the first 20, 25 minutes. And we did begin to settle, but, it, you know, I, I wasn't really happy with like the overall play, especially in the first half. I think for me, the game, the game really unraveled when come the second half and, you know, we brought on, we brought on Pogba. Um, I'm not saying that he came on to change the game, but um, certainly it looked like Newcastle just had nothing, nothing more to offer. Um, and Van Beek. Of, yeah, and Van Der Beek as well. It, it just looked like there wasn't really much um, coming from Newcastle in terms of trying trying to, to build on the goal that they already scored. I think they had a, a, a decent chance that fell to, to, well, a very good chance actually that fell to Callum Wilson um, from Wilson. some good wing play from yeah, Maximus. And uh, yeah, a brilliant save, a brilliant save from um, De Gea um, to keep him out. And really, apart from that, um, Newcastle just, just weren't really offering much. So you know, as I say, we had the ball. We had a lot of the ball. Um, I think we had like over sixty-five percent possession, um, and shockingly, we had like uh, a, a lot of shots on goal as well, um, but just w- weren't converting. Um, but then, yeah, as I say, came to the last ten minutes of the game, and it just unraveled again. Bruno, Mata linking up, Van der Beek linking up as well, um, and that final uh, final ten minutes, as I say, Bruno obviously got his goal. That wasn't a penalty. Um, a great, a great passage of play, man. I must say, yeah. like um, yeah. Van der Beek, uh, I think picked up the ball in the, on the sort of left hand side um, and uh, played it into to Matter's feet, which kind of put us into the next phase of play. Matter picks out um, uh, Rashford, uh, who then uh, dribbles at. Uh, I think it was Lascelles. I'm not sure. I think it was Lascelles. Um, and Bruno makes a run, an overlapping run behind him. Rashford slips him and it is a fantastic finish from Bruno, man. Uh, puts it in top corner from a very um, awkward angle. And Press. yeah. For, a, lot, a lot of strikers yeah. would have missed that, you know. Trust yeah, me. Like, like this you know, too. Um, uh, there was a Martial-Rashford link-up against Norwich. Like, maybe that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Did it remind yeah. you of that goal? I thought it was... Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of that goal and, and Martial chipped him, right? Beautiful, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. Great, great link-up. Yeah. Press, great goal. literally, not, not Press, not um, toasting your body took off something that I literally have in my notebook that I want to break up, bring out. <laughs> it's literally on that line. But anyway, sorry, Press, carry on. No, you. I mean, you, yeah, Jules, I think we, you know, going on from there, we, we scored an, another uh, couple of goals. Um, One cycle. When Bissaka totally told Trent absolute... to come outside. <laughs> oh, whoa. But, <laughs> but it, it, I'm it joking, disclaimer, by the way. Three, it took three, me a minute three. as well. I was like, what? It was a bang. <laughs> it was a banger. Um, it was more, for me, it was a Rasen, inshallah. But he, yeah. he hit the target, had enough power on it. Um, and then for the final goal, Bruno finds. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of the action in that last 10 minutes came from that left hand side, man. Yep. Um, but um, Bruno then found Rashford again ball over the top obviously Rashford has completely done the centre-backs for pace they stood no chance and he slots it in what and he slots it in well his uh, bread and butter man them kind of he loves it he loves it Uh, and yeah that was the game rats man it was 
it was a big turn of events, man, because like the way for the majority of the game, like mm. it, it didn't, the, the scoreline does not reflect the way the majority of that game went. Um, but yeah, I'm pleased to get the, the three points on the board and, and it was a good response to after getting battered by uh, by uh, Tottenham last week. So yeah, we moved, man. All right. So obviously our special guest, Julian, let's, let's hear some, let's hear from him as well, because um, midweek you've got the mighty PSG. Yeah, away. so so even even before I touch on that, I'll, I'd like to obviously been listening to Pod for almost a year in pain. Uh, I'd like to start by saying everyone that's I am I shout. I just think you need to relax for a minute. Like I think I think I think I I, I stand fully repressed on how much of an amazing player I think he is. The thing that I have an issue with with United is if you actually if you go top to bottom, we actually got ballers. Like everyone for Masha, you put Bruno in there. Um, you got you got uh, this new Don Van de Bike. You got Pogba. When you when you go there top to bottom, forget value. Just forget value. And just look at just skill. We've got real good strong players in there. The the issue that I have with United is there almost still, there still almost seems to be a lack of coherence when it comes to like I mean that that six one game. I still don't understand. I literally go over that and I just I just c- complete capitulation. Is that, is that the right word? My African's coming out. Um, but, but, but yeah, so yeah, thank you, my brother. So, so overall, when it comes to United, I really, I mean, that game, I, I personally, I personally won. I didn't, I, you know, I, I didn't pay Sky 15 pounds extra on top of my regular Sky payments to watch it. So I had to catch highlights, but I didn't even enjoy what I was seeing because it's just like, I don't know, man. It just, it just seemed dull. And suddenly what, 10 minutes would come alive. And a part of me is telling me that was from, Newcastle actually getting tired, not actually United doing well. But that being said, the goals were beautiful. So I am concerned about us going to PSG. If I'm really being honest, I stick my hand up. I don't, I don't know if that 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 luck will still be available um, because this season we need something, man. And I'd love to be able to say that you know, a decent do trophy you, is, is in sight. Do you I fancy yourselves know. in the Champions League? I, once again, when I look at skill, I really think we can. But there's just something in United, some some witchcraft in someone's locker that has done something somewhere. And I don't know, because like I said, when you look at skill and if anyone wants to at me, let's go. But if you look at skill, we have the players. We have the players. What about defense? I, that's, but that's the thing. Just to Hold on. So, so, so defense wise, first and foremost, Harry, Harry Maguire, when he came in, wasn't worth 80 million. And that I never understood. I would have given him like a... 45 to 50 tops, and that's on a good day. Hello? No, 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 real talk, that's on a good day. So his 80 million, I really think somebody somewhere up there in United was smoking something different. That being said, I, I, I've always been you know, optimistic with players and managers coming, like give him time, give him time. For me, he is showing he is not worth 80 mil. I don't think he's trash, but he's just showing that he's not worth 80 mil because how, you can't put him on the same level as Van Dyke, who was five five more or less if you're in business that's a feeling catcher that's actually a feeling catcher so i think i think defensively we're not all that bad we have issues that need to be fixed and addressed and i do think maybe a new defender might help um and i you know people have been sticking on 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 uh wambasaka i think he's he's more of an attacking defender i don't even know that's a thing that he attacking is attacking defender but no, 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 not attacking. I don't have to say, but like he, he, he does more going forward. And when it was a Crystal oh, Palace, please. 
he was scoring mm. goals and you know what I mean? Like he, he wasn't just holding the back always <laughs> nah, for me. Julio, Julio. Aaron, Aaron no, Wan-Bissaka cannot he's attack. The complete opposite, man. Um, Bro, but, okay, okay. All I'm saying is, 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 I chopped, I chopped, I chopped more points of him last season on fantasy football with his assistant stuff than I did him actually defending. That one, how does that make sense? Two places is going, top corner or... Into the stands, man. Honestly, like, it, like there's. Nah. But my point yeah. is, he attacks more. He attacks <laughs> really? more. He, he, he does less defending for me. Nah, Jules, man. That's that's factually all. incorrect, bro. Um, okay, I'm, I stick I'm, my hand up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm seeing something else, then then I stick yeah. my hand up. But what? I just I've seen the guy always attacking, and I'm going, brother, like stay back a bit. Wan Bissaka is I'm seeing, known for I'm his, something else. He, he's known for his defensive abilities. Uh, That's why we brought him in. Him, he's not. He's okay. Not an attacking, well, in that case, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing one thing. Else. You know this whole defensive thing. Can I just like touch on it? Yeah, like because yeah, don't get me wrong. United, like we we know where our problems lie, and I think most players, most teams that play against us, know where our problems lie. But I'm just looking at it from a a standpoint of I'm looking at Liverpool, I'm looking at City, I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at Tottenham. I'm looking at Arsenal. Um, I see problems in every one of their defences now. And it goes back to the conversations we've been having over the last couple stuff. of weeks yeah. about the whole concept of like defending has just got out, gone out the windows. I generally think it's just going to be due to people's firepower, how the positions lie this year. And then I honestly believe that like my United, even though we have a front four or five that is on their day is as good as anyone, when I look at your Tottenham's, and I look at your your your, um, your cities, and obviously your Liverpools. Their 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 front three or four are just more clutch than ours are mm. at different point. And I just think that's what's that's what's got in turn going to catch us up in it. And that's why I think earlier on in the season I was saying that I wanted more from the Marshalls. Rashford's got two goals, so that I won't put pressure on him. Bruno's obviously come out and started the season well, but. I still can't get. I feel like I still really can't get over the six-one, and the, even the the game against Brighton, even though we won it, how many chances we 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 created and didn't finish? I just feel like in different points in the season, the Liverpool's front threes, the the, the even maybe even Chelsea front threes, they're just gonna have more. And I hope for my for our sake with the Cavani signing, um, that adds a bit more pressure but into our front three. Do you think it's gonna do anything though? Is it gonna do anything though? I mean, the one thing I remember last season that I really loved was Martial coming off injury, um, and then suddenly him and Rashford are playing well together. That was really, I, I, yeah. I, that was really good. And actually, Rashford was scoring goals, but I, I barely heard saying man talking about Martial contributing to the assist. So that's what I want to see: is more players playing together. Like I, mm. I honestly loved that. And when I see the Bruno and and Rashford thing yesterday, bro, I'm thinking, great, that's amazing. Who else can we throw into that? But I don't know. This is what I mean. That 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 Cavani, that no, um, the Cavani thing. Is it gonna do anything for us? We've got PSG coming, man. Like, is he? Is it? What's that gonna do for us? I don't, I don't think. I think it will do. It, it cannot do more damage than what was already there. So I think it can only be a good certainly team. Certainly not more than six one. I think it's bro. just another body. It's another person that we can play in in games and not, and um, hopefully be at a decent level. Is he going to be what we need? Only time will tell. But I do think, I do like the idea of the signing, even though the signing itself, I don't agree with how we went about it. But I did think a striker was needed because it gives us options to rotate Rashford, Martial, Greenwood in any of those two wider positions. So we'll see. All right. We'll see. But obviously, it's about mouth-watering clash. 
Um, obviously, last time United played PSG, they won. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully, history will repeat itself for them. For me, I hope they get pammed. Uh, is, is there anyone new at PSG that we've got to think about? This transfer window, I was that was dark, man. I, I barely did, paid attention this this one. They got rid of two promoting, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and obviously Cavani. And then, and then they got Moise Keane. Yeah, they got Moise Keane, yeah. Yeah, but they got they got they still got the Neymars and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was gonna be a tough game, innit? Let's not regardless. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. They're there to they're there to get got though. They, yeah, you can get they're, they're yeah, lost, yeah, they're yeah. lost twice in the league. So. I, I, I generally think the idea of drop um not not dropping Pogba but resting Pogba was with that game in mind. Mm. I do yeah, think hundred percent um, with his quality or like especially that like with balls over the top, they play quite a high line from what I remember. Um, so I think we're not going to get many chances against them. I don't think, but I think the play in the Pogba's and Bruno's and even Van der Beek, I think he's going to have a part to play. The chances that we do have is important to get our, you know, our front runners um, working basically. But but yeah, I don't think it's going to be an easy game. I don't think it's going to be like a run at the end of the game that everyone thinks it's going to be. The one oh. person I don't want to see on the pitch is Fred, fam. I can't lie to you. I cannot stand that player. I liked Fred and McTominay yesterday, to be honest. I, I think they... Let's not was... let's not start that one. Me, I, Andrew asked me privately, <laughs> who, who who would I choose? And for me, I would choose McTominay, 100%. Hey, before we move over um, from United, I just want to ask United fans, obviously, in the news, Pogba's um, additional... I don't know what the contract was, but obviously yeah. they can trigger this additional year thing. Yeah. Um, he's yet to sign... What what are your thoughts on this? Obviously, this is only by default. Do you reckon he still wants to be at the club? Because obviously, I think he does. But I think I think what a situation that we're going to have is that like at the end of maybe this year, yeah, end end of this season, we're gonna either going to have conversations about him going or conversations about him signing a contract. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah, because I think we've extended the two years, and you know. Ole, Ole is saying, you know, Ole probably can't really talk on on players' futures because he should be concerned about his own. But um, in terms of in terms of like, even even that's a topic, man. Like, why is he still about? In, I mean, the ter- guy was injured. Yeah, in, 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 in terms sorry, of what um, uh, Ole has been saying in the media, he's basically saying, you know, Pogba's going to be here for two years. So he's not saying that you know Pogba's you know going to be here for any any longer than that he's basically saying he will he will see out the duration of his contracts not alluding to anything beyond that so i guess his fu- the, his future is still uncertain in terms of beyond the the two year contract so i think there will be some talks at the end of the season as to to where his future goes man but i really uh, hope he's still staying though that's the one thing like i for me Oli was meant to be interim i must admit i just i don't understand i think he, he did well when he came in i just I don't understand why we're not bringing a manager in like Poch, man. That, that for me, I just, the match is not adding up. So, anyway. All right. Cheers, Julian, for your contribution there. Um, let's move on to the last, but certainly not least, um, match amongst us, Spurs v West Ham, um, which ended up in 3 3. Um, Strides, correct me if I'm wrong, but it started off as a masterclass um, and it ended up as a disaster class. Like what you did, bro. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, bro. I'm about four or five yeah. glasses down, fam. I'm out here drowning sorrows, big man. <laughs> fam. How can I think at half time we're gonna win the league and at full time we're gonna finish outside the life top six? comes to you fast, my guy, bro? You know, the man fast, that said me, Why are you coming fast? <laughs> Swings and roundabouts, bro. Listen, you spot on, man. Like I've said it before. 
game of two worlds, but like it's just mad. It's it's a game of a game of two firsts, even yeah. <laughs> the last eight minutes. That's where you like fumbled. Hundred, but like, okay, going from the beginning, yeah. As you said, mm. we started the game just mad goal within the first minute. Son and Kane yet again linking up, and you're thinking, boy, like it's mad. And then another goal, Kane nutmegs Rice and smacks it from 20 yards, and then he's then he scores a header and. 3-0 within the first 16, 17 minutes. You're thinking, boy, get the cigar out, man. Like, this is three points. We're going second in the table. First time I've done out. It's how many are we going to score? Because we just licked six yeah. past United a couple of weeks before. So we're confident. We're going at half time. And even for me, at half time, after the second half, we just took our foot off the gas. Like, we, we invited pressure from West Ham onto us. And mm-hmm. it's something that after watching the documentary, I see Mourinho say a lot to the team, kill the game off. Because I, I initially thought Mourinho would be the type of guy to want to sit back and want to um, hold the lead. But mm. for me, he was saying, kill the game off, go get the fourth, go get the fifth. But we didn't do that. We invited West Ham onto us, gave away a few stupid free kicks in dangerous areas, allowed them to get balls into the box, which is something that we did against Newcastle as well, if you remember when we won the lot. But you don't envisage dropping uh, or losing a free goal lead. We did that um, by conceding a goal straight away um, from a free kick. And then the second goal, um, it's a good bit of play from West Ham down the right. Sanchez, I, I, it's what, what Charles said earlier. Defensively, we're not the best. I said it last week. Yeah, we signed Joe Roden, but he's not going to come in and and suddenly transform, your transform defense. our defence. Yeah, like it's not going to happen. Um Poor, poor defending from Sanchez, three two, and at that point I'm thinking, all right, cool, we're three two down, but we three two up, sorry, but we should have enough to see the game out. Like we, sh- although they're putting pressure on, a stupid foul from Aurier on the same similar position, ball comes in the box, and it's a worldy strike from from Lanzini. Like you can't slap it, bro. Like, you can't as, put it any more bins than that, bro. Like it's Man. stanchion. I know Lloris got a touch to it. He got a hand to it, and Sooners was saying after the game he probably should have done better. But for me, Sooners is chatting shit, man. Sooners is full of shit. Yeah, yeah. He, for me, he's hit. What that. He well, what did Sooners say? Sorry, he, 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 right he said right that um, because Lloris got like his. Um, I think it was his left hand. He reckons he could have got a bit more um, padding and stopped the shot, basically. <laughs> that, yeah. But no one stopped that shot, fam. That shot yeah. was beautiful. He just, yeah, he just, he, and you know what? Um, I, I said to my boy, because I was watching the game with him, I said, they're going to score. Watch, they're going to score. I just had a feeling they're going to score. And when we headed it out and he and he hit it, it was like a moment of just, please don't go in. And he's just, hey. he's not going to catch a ball sweeter all season. Nah. Do you know what's funny? Yeah? I, I reckon that if Winks don't close him down like that, he takes a touch and tries yeah. something else. But because he, he just had to, yeah, because he because he had like no yeah. time to just think, he just hits it. Hit it, yeah, yeah. 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 And, oh, the and thing is, look, yeah. It's, it's the way he hit it as well. He didn't hit it clean on the laces. He didn't hit it clean. It yeah. Of, yeah. yeah, almost like he oh, skewed it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Tech. it's, it's pure but, tech, man. I saw a lot of resemblance of Jose's first game in charge, where we went three 0 up in the game. This is when we played away. And then we just slowly let them into the game. They scored from a corner and they scored another goal. And in the end, we, we did hold on. For I guess three. West Ham is all, isn't it? Yeah. And I was thinking, what? why is it? Is it because there's no fans there? Is it because the players are complacent and they're... They, they got complacent. Like, like, why, like, why are we free new up? C- completely bossing the game. Like, even before that goal, Kane hit the post. Bale yeah. obviously had a chance at 3-2. Like, we yeah, can talk about it, that all we want. Strides. But, 
Every but for me, team should manage the thought, game from there, man. Do you understand? Yeah. Manage the game. Manage the Try game. question. Um, obviously, we've been going back and forth about the whole Gareth Bale impact and what he's going to be like. I've got yeah. a question for you, like, because I'm looking at your team and I'm thinking, don't get me wrong, the Gareth Bale signing was is massive for you guys. But would you feel like? Do you feel like? With obviously, he's probably on big wages, and even though he came for free for like a season, do you do you wish that as a club you put more efforts into finding a legitimate, almost like Van Dyke like centre back signing than the energy you put into signing? Gareth Bale, if that makes sense. Do you think that you haven't tackled what the actual? Because I feel like with with Son and Kane, you've got enough goals. I think I think you you will score continuously, and obviously now you signed a striker as a backup to Kane. I think that that department was almost covered. Obviously, Bale's a worldy signing, but I almost feel like the department which was the strong, like the needed part, hasn't been covered. And obviously, it's your defending. That's a fair point. I think it's easy to say that after obviously, obviously in hindsight, yeah, 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 yeah. dropping at three nil. We're not talking about this, yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah. I, I still think. Look, I said we need a centre back. We've signed a young one from Swansea. We'll see what he's like. He's not going to come in and transform us. But mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. St- I, I still would have picked Bale over, over signing a centre back just yeah. simply because I think he's, he's got the X factor and he's got mm. he's for me he's the the player that we need. To relieve pressure off Kane and Son in some ways. Yeah. So talk, um, talking about so talking got, about got, Gareth. Hold on, mate. So talking about Gareth. So he had an amazing chance to make it four-two. Yeah. Uh, what What do you make of that one? Just unlucky. You know what? Like or... a lot of people are getting on to me. Oh, bail back and this and that and gassing. And I'm thinking, look, he probably should have done better. Probably should have scored. Definitely should have hit the target. Hit the target. He made he made, he made the chance off his own back. Great bit of skill to get into the position. Yeah, okay, Yarmolenko put pressure on, he hit it wide. But for me, I, I, that's not the reason why we didn't get three points today. 100%. I mean, it's his first yeah. game back for however many months. He's going to be a bit rusty. He, you could tell he looked it. Even Bro, he was huffing and puffing. Goal. Yeah, his, his touch. I think he, he, yeah. he kind of lost the ball. But, but come on, man. It is, it is poor not hitting a target, though. No, no. It, no listen, 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 listen. I can't, I can't listen. I'm not talking about scoring, but hit listen, the target. Listen, he should hit the target, no doubt. With no doubt, a player with quality, he should hit the target from there. But I'm not going to scapegoat Gareth Bell as the reason why we dropped points today. Yeah, the reason why we yes. dropped points today is because the players bottled it. They've not got the mentality to, to, to finish off a game that they should be winning. Yeah, in a London derby against West Ham, who I hate, by the way. Three goals yeah. up. And at, no. and at the end of the day, when push comes to shove and we let people come come in, come to our home stadium and boy us off and mug us off, yeah, <laughs> and think it can run, but then want to make excuses about Gareth Bell. It's got nothing to do with Gareth Bell. We let them come into the game. But can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? What did you actually think of his, uh, his performance? Obviously, it was a short sort of... I think he came into a game, right, where we were three new up and it was evident that we were just sitting back and trying to soak up pressure and, and, and take the three-nil win or, or win the game. That's what it looked yeah. like to me. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, when he came on, we were winning three 0 and people are saying that oh Bale came on, you drew three or whatever else. I, I think know. he looked I think he looked okay. Like he didn't do anything amazing. <laughs> See, uh, Mitch, yeah, Mitch. That's that's how I know it's a gender feed. He didn't look he can didn't I do just, anything amazing. He had the, wait, wait, let me finish. He had the chance, he missed the chance, he should have done better. No doubt about that. But, like, yeah. he. So, you know, Mitch. Can I ask you a question? So, wait. Hold so, on, no. Hold on. Sorry, Sorry, I'm can I ask you guys a question? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Tabo, Tabo, hold on. No, let's not do this again. Steve. No, no. Please. I just want to ask you a question. I just want to ask one first. question, yeah. So, you guys are looking at Spurs, who were in 3-0, to look that came back and now the draw 3-3. And the only question you guys have is about how Bale played. Bale. I mean, so can you use your mind? Come on, bro. Can I answer that? Can I answer that? Right, so... 
my point is with the the whole Spurs thing is that you guys are saying, oh, they've got the best front best front three. Oh, Spurs are title challengers. Spurs are guaranteed to be top four. These these were the words that you lot were saying. Oh, I'm fearing about you know. You said Spurs. Are Who said on good they teams. were title challengers? People were saying this. I'm not just saying you lot. Bro, I, don't I, don't know about, I, think, I don't know about I the title challengers. I think I think I think Spurs that. are definitely top four challengers. And even now, and this, this result exactly, hasn't made me change. Yeah, just like anyone in the top six is currently a, ty- uh, a top, nah, four top four challenger. Top four, yeah. Because, yeah, top four because... Oh, anyone quite, in top six, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's very close between Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal and... United and Everton, I would say. Obviously, the, two, right. the top two would. He was going to mention Everton over United. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> you are sick. Yeah, I tried that. that no, no, no. But <laughs> what I'm saying, what my point is, is that people are saying, oh, Tottenham are, you know, above Arsenal now. Andy was like, oh, they're the best team in London. Agenda, That's what you were saying. 45th minute. So I can run my agenda about Bale because my, my point oh my is, God. if I'm signing a player and you're saying he's world class, these were the words that were coming out of you, you guys. Right? Battles, you, said, you said he's world class. He said he's world class. So world class players don't miss now. chances. Hold on, let me land. Let Fact, me land. done the hard fucking nonsense. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me ask let you me something. Land. Is nah, a Bamiyang a world class player? Is a Bamiyang a world class player? Yes. Did he miss a chance yesterday? Did he miss a chance yesterday? Remember that chance against Olympiacos? Remember that chance against Olympiacos? We'll never forget. Bro, world-class players have a chance is, Let's get back is, to the is, game. Is, um, yeah. Striker, um, yeah. Let me ask you something because I think you mentioned a good point there about this man, 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 man management. And um, so, who who would you say from your point of view? Because you play ball when you're when you're up at um, a half time, three nil down as a player, you lot should collectively see this throughout. But do you reckon it was a poor decision making from Mourinho or your players just sloppy in the second half? It's just their players. Players of you, yeah. Like I have to look at the players. I yeah, don't know what was said at half time. I, I don't I, I don't know what's but for me it what it looked like from watching is that we retreated 10 yards, we invited pressure, and we allowed them to come onto us. Look, we conceded yeah. three goals in the last 10 minutes. Maybe mm. fatigue got the better of us. I don't know. But from looking at it, go and kill the game off. We had a couple of chances, but Kane, like I said, Kane so, hit the post, so Bale had a chance. But no, but I think sorry, <laughs> we mean yeah, no, no, look, wait, Bell wow, missed wait. the chance. Look, Bell, listen, finish, Bell missed the chance. Bell missed the chance. Kane hit the post from a from a good shot with his left foot. I, I'm not blaming Mourinho. The, the responsibility is is solely down to the players. For me, I think defensively we weren't good enough. We didn't defend. He made the right changes as well. To like, he did, yeah, man. He, yeah, he, he did. Hundred percent. Right. That's why I can't it's give it's him a mentality thing. thing. We it's didn't defend. Thing. We did not defend <laughs> like a team, Steven. like a team that <laughs> wanted to collect three points in a London derby. That's what it's a mentality thing. I think I, it's a mentality. That, I think you guys looked at it probably thinking, oh, the game's already probably really run. We've got a game in midweek. Let's like we can, yes. we can play at 70% now, not not 100%. It's not, yeah, and, like I said, and it and I just want to to finish off the point, it is worrying for me, yeah, because the same thing happened against Newcastle. They didn't do anything. Yeah, but you know what? It was an unlucky penalty that got given, but it's the same thing. Ball into the box, it's the mentality yeah. to see a game through. And mm-hmm. and and until we get that, we're not gonna mm-hmm. do anything. Do you know what's I'm mad as well? Here, I'm not sitting there and saying we're better than Arsenal. We're going to finish above. I think we will, but until we get that with mentality that Arsenal have had, that, wait, that Arsenal have had, by the way, against Sheffield United, against West Ham, to see games through. If we do not get mm. that, we will yeah. not finish in the top four. Simple. Do you know what? Do you know what's going to add as well? When teams will come, do you know? What? I think it's at like your ground as well because you know when you're away, you manage to you do damage. Like Southampton, you scored five. Um, at United, you scored six. You just you win yeah. good away results. But now teams will come to a stadium because obviously you lot, I think you're missing the fans as well because 
when they designed your stadium, they made sure that fans were up and close to the to the pitch, like that White Hart Lane. So I feel like now teams will come to your ground and think, ah, oh, you know what? We can we, even if we don't play well, we might make a point here. I think this is um, where you can sometimes. I think look I at. think this is the, the 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 Spurs thing though. This is the yeah. Spurs thing. What what um what C tries really um um what, what what he tried to explain. I think teams even like a West Ham, a West Ham should never be three 0 down with ten minutes to go, still thinking we can get something yeah. here. They should never think that. Their spirit should be broken by that. They should exactly. But why? Why are they? Why they were? I was watching the game. They were moving mad, bro. Yeah. Even at three 0 they were still thinking they could get a goal now. Sorry, can I just add? add Yeah. Can we just shout out West Ham as well and David Moyes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's not let's not take anything away from them. Yeah, because their man to come in at three 0 down. You're thinking. Do you know what it is as well? I think. um this happened in my game once. We were, we were four 0 up at half time. We, we we won the game five four. When you when you're losing like by three or four goals, you've got nothing to lose. You just got to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Um, the pressure is more on the team that's winning. And obviously here, Tottenham kind of bottled it. But big up West Ham in yeah, it because they, they didn't. They could have just gone in the second half and thinking, oh fuck, you know what? It is yeah. what it is. Damage limitations. Let's just not get beat four yeah, five six yeah. like Man United. Yeah. But they didn't like, do. Man United they came did, out yeah. and played us. Yeah, they came guys. out and played us. They came out yeah, second half and bossed us in our own backyard. It's not acceptable. These men get paid thousands of pounds <laughs> per week and can't see out a free note <laughs> with ten minutes oh. to go. And yeah, I have to bro. sit here. I have Too to many sit head here losses this weekend, take, bro. I have to sit here Andrew. and take abuse from this man and that man and this man and that. <laughs> I'm gonna go Tesco and, I, and I'm wearing my top. What, 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 what happened there? What happened there? I go Tesco. So what happened? Hold on, you shop at Tesco. Bro, I go to Tesco to get some liquor because I'm vexed. I'm not going to lie, I'm vexed. I'm human, head's gone. And man, I go, what happened today, mate? Yeah, laughing because I got to my Tottenham shorts and I told him to shut his mouth because I promise you now, I'll bottle you, G. I'm telling you that. <laughs> my head, my head was gone and he's trying to talk bare smack. But anyway, let's get back on the professional. We weren't good enough today. Yeah. We weren't good enough today. And we, uh, look, we dropped points. We dropped points. It's a game we should have won. We got a point. And we move on to the Europa League. On right, don't you just love you? Yeah, yeah. Bar, bar. yeah. Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> can I just add to Munoz's thing as well? In all fairness, like, fair play to, like, um, West Ham. And it was really nice to actually see, because they didn't, like, the energy, they, they, they didn't, like, drop at all. And I'm watching this game go, like, you might not actually really want yeah. this game. Like, you really, so I think you made yeah. a point about the fans not being there, because obviously fans will start booing and, you know, cheering and singing and whatnot. But it was just really um, nice to see them fight, fight for, for and I, I was surprised, man. I was really surprised. Me and my, my, my baby girl here, I'm pure shouting like, what's going on? Um, fair, fair, fair play to saying right now that um, Lanzini might not be goal of the season, but I think that's definitely goal Contender. of the season. Contender. Yeah, Contender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I think it could be the goal of the season, but yeah. Can we can, can we close on Bale as well? Like, I feel like with, on, with Bale, yeah, like obviously he got his little 20, he got his 20 minute cameo. I feel like that was genuinely at 3-0. That was just to give him a run out. Yeah. I don't mm, think there was, was any expectations of, of him to to produce anything. It was just because even even the way he was running, it, he wasn't doing full he was sprints. Like another, yeah. He wasn't Thank doing you, full it sprints. It was almost like he was training. Yeah, Bro, it was just... The game give, was game won. Like, the game was done. The game was done. Give Bill minutes. I was even saying bring on Vinicius for Kane. I, was, I thought the game was done. I, exactly. yeah, but I was getting fair. ready to go get my rice and peas downstairs and yam Sunday dinner. And all of a sudden, it's 3-1, 3-2, and I'm thinking, hang on, I've got, I got to sit up and watch it. The game was done. We need this every week. When that second goal went in, you started scratching your head. Hold on, when the second goal went in, I put my glasses on and I concentrated because before that, I weren't even really watching the game. You're on WhatsApp. You're on WhatsApp. Best on there. WhatsApp. Carbon was on WhatsApp doing heart eyes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Free TK, man. We've been there, man. We've all been there, man. All right. So let's go. Let's head over to the bar. Ross Barkley just scored the 90th minute winner. Oh, wow. Villa, 100%. Yo, who got it? John McGinn. John McGinn assist. My fantasy points. Ross Barkley, my finish. Anyways, let's head over to the bar, man. Anyone got shots? I got a yeah, shot. 100, man. Go on, run it, Stephen. I got a shot, man. Shout out my, my guy, Penandez. Pen <laughs> no pen. You know my what? God. It actually, it, lo- it low-key made me happy he missed a pen and we still won because I wanted all the all the people with their agendas and he only scores pens. Low IQ. And yeah, thing. low IQ. They are the other, the other. <laughs> uh, you said how, low IQ. <laughs> uh, all of that stuff. I wanted them to just, just to appreciate <laughs> the, 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 the goal, the finish, yeah. Bear in mind, he had that a goal a exactly finish, like man. that. Even the offside. Well. Man thought, you know what? Round two, let's go again. Bins. Bins. After, the thing is, and another shot, for just our reaction to um, going down one nil after getting pammed six one, I think that we've seen it many a times before. Um, United can crumble when that shit happens, um, but we didn't. We sort of stuck at it. It wasn't a vintage performance, but you know we we, we carried on going and, and we got the rewards in it. And shout out my guy for last one last shot. Um, AWB in it, my guy with his first goal, with a professional goal. Um, yeah, man, good finish. Bins. Nice. Um, Toast. Yeah. yeah, man, my shot is for Mikel Arteta, man. Like, I mean, like, I back Arteta with all my heart in it, man. That's my manager for the future. I hope he's there for the next 10 years. But, I mean, like I said earlier, it's important that we obviously have some perspective. Like, Aubameyang is our best player. Aubameyang, if, I mean, if, if we didn't, we finished eighth last season. And without those goals, we might have finished 14th, 15th. Who knows? You know what I mean? So, we need to understand that. We need to get the best out of our players. And, yeah, fine. We didn't get spanked 6-0. No one's going to be talking about that game for weeks now. But you can't take one step forward and take two steps back. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we're not producing enough on the offensive end. Do you know what I mean? So I just feel as if the shot is for Arteta to give us some balance in it. Because I do feel as if we're a better team. Like, teams don't, like, we're not playing, we're not getting run, run, run out of the ends every single game like we have in, in previous, in the past. But offensively, we're looking we're looking like a bottom table team. Like this, this is just the fact of the matter. So like um, we're 15th, I think out of 20, out of all 20 teams for shots all season. Like it, something has to give. Otherwise we're fifth right now. We're going to see ourselves sink down the table. That's Fair my enough. shot, man. Anyone else? I'll uh, put one in there. I would, um, i like to, for me, we're United. I'd like to see more consistency. Um, just, I think we have the players, we have the skill. Uh, we are we are more than capable. I don't know what's going on. That's 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 impacting our ability to maintain that. But by God's grace, top four. Amen. Nice Amen, one. Joe. I've got a shot as well. Um, just want to take a shot for Virgil Van Dijk, my captain, mm. national team and club captain. Forget the other Donny. We just wish you a swift swift comeback. Um, ACL. Um, yeah, man, hope the, the what do you call it? The surgery, surgery yeah, goes well and the recovery will go even quicker. Um, he'll come back stronger from this, man. And obviously, out for the season, no? Yeah, basically, yes, man. So but we'll see, man. We'll see. Deep. Bro, Gomez literally broke his ankle and he still came back the same season, bro. So, <laughs> this is this is me, man. 
go to church and start praying in tongues, basically. I am, man. Virgil, <laughs> sh- shots for you. Okay, if there's no more shots, um, then we'll call it a day. Bar shot. Catch us next time. This is episode 36. The VBP boys. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, Kyle.